Sawona king Shomvela Unjani Yaphela unjani I'm feeling like corner when I'm mushy boy What is the fit inspired by today Uh I guess I guess I just wanted to look nice honestly And you've definitely made the part I understand like everything was made by you Yeah 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 you know this Oh crazy crazy well, my, well, my, myself and my camera For sure for sure like I mentioned like you dabbled in making clothes uh-huh. they know you primarily for being an artist and a curator uh-huh. um so i guess let's begin there like from like you know what people began to know you for because i mean the story is much more extensive because you were an academic first uh-huh. <laughs> and then found the loving for art i always feel your leg about this i'm like how is this math loving guy so crazy at art and i think i've always found that fascinating about you uh-huh. even getting to know you and the type of person you are um yeah bro just give context to how that come in hand and how that merge because i mean there's an art in being like an academic too you know uh-huh. that's a part that a lot of people don't understand you know yeah, 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 so yeah. take me through that bro primarily i think well what i'm going to say is cuz i come i come from a very like academic background like you just said mm. um and i think that came primarily from that being the only thing that could that I could like become based on the information and knowledge that was available to me art as a career space wasn't didn't seem like something I could go into so i guess the the general like plan was to go to school um study something that seemed serious or whatever what that meant and because in school i was just like a kid that performed really well that kind of made sense. Mm, mm. I did I've always like loved math and science. Um I'm a very like logical thinker in some ways I think. Mm. So yeah, and but then so I moved to Cape Town with with the intention of studying, getting my degree. Initially I wanted to be a doctor. Mm. Uh but within my first year I could really like figure out that that's not who I actually yeah, it just didn't connect. And then I had to like go figure out what other like majors I could do then I was like okay let me go into computer science it's like okay away I did that for a bit few years and uh cuz while I was doing that the, the creative side was already was al- always part of me like with but it was primarily through fashion which like makes sense with like the clothes I think that's where the creative journey kind of started so like with styling with uh the making clothes thing was something that happened in high school mm. these clothes are like Five six five six years old, mm. but um, yeah. As as I just went on, I found myself more in the city. Allows you to really explore, and there's like so much more because mm. my existence is coming from the East Rand of Joburg. It's Agane versus Cape Town. Those spaces are completely different. And coming here, it's just like, you know, like that that bubble pops, and you realize there's so much. For more, sure, you know what I mean. For sure, and uh, that part of me that was like an artist. Mm found room to exist and to be and long story short um I left academia to pursue art that's beautiful bro i'm glad you did <laughs> in many ways um yeah cuz i think so you've you've you you've haven't been painting all your life painting is only something that came like as of recent with you 
So uh, I'm one of those people who like, lockdown was like a switch, mm. and part of that collective space of like introspection and whatnot. Because mm. I've always been a pretty like I've always been a really good artist. Like in art class, I was one of those kids who like the teacher would use my arts like as an example, exemplary, like, putting it yeah, on the yeah, wall yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Kids, this is how it's meant to be done. Like label, I don't then, know about that. Then you, are <laughs> you the kid with the big smile that everybody knows? Okay, this guy is gonna set the blueprint in class. Everything he do, whether it comes to maths and painting, like he's the guy. I mean, in some ways, perhaps because I mean, in academics, I was, I was, I wasn't the best. Got you. Like I was like top ten and stuff, mm, all of that mm, kind of stuff. Mm. But when it came to art, mm. like I, I felt like I was like really mm, good. Mm. But that wasn't like a really a big thing for sure. I didn't think that would go anywhere. Yeah. To answer your question, a um, few years ago, because I'd always had a curiosity with trying out paint. Mm. Um, yeah, and then at some point I just did. Mm. And then, excuse me, um, and then I just really loved it and I found mm. out that I'm really good at it. Mm. And uh, I just kept surprising myself with every painting that I created. Mm. And with that came, obviously, you're an artist. You want to show your work. For sure. I wanted to be able to put my works up. For sure. And, but because I didn't really know how to go about that because I've been like this UCT kid in yeah. like science. I yeah. didn't really know. I wasn't what, at all. What the channels were. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, like hitting campus and Michaelis were mm. like completely set apart from so mm. just that whole culture. I knew nothing about For it. sure. How do you get into galleries? For sure. I don't know. So that's where the whole curator thing came mm, into the picture mm, with mm. me being like okay i don't know how to do this i don't know what doors to knock on mm. even when i do knock they aren't like a lot of doors opening for so sure i guess the idea was let me build something of my mm. own my be- own space before be- before we come to the brainchild which is obviously known as fede i want i want to talk about your work first primarily because i feel like obviously your painting celebrates south african people mm-hmm. um i want to know how has growing up in Takane influenced the work you create? Okay. So, like, just now I spoke about how I think, like, my life is this constant contrast of its Akane with Cape Town because, like, I spend a lot of time here and then a few times in the year I'll go back to its Akane. And what that has done to me is, like, created this third space in which I feel I exist in. Mm. And my understanding is, like, informed by both that space and this space. Mm. So that naturally just filters itself into, like, my work. Mm. Whether it's, like, me trying to communicate how, like, certain things are, like, weird. Like, the different socioeconomic standards are, like, completely different. Or, like, how the racial dynamics are completely different. Like, mm. it's just like you are part of this large population of black people that's what's normal mm. although as you even though you went to like a white school mm. just in jail demographics are completely different mm. you come to cape town and it's like i'm trying to take a walk on the promenade and it's like mm. i'm a, a minority mm. and for me the first time i, I like saw that mm. it like blew my mind i was like mm. what South Africa, mm. how is this a thing, right? Mm. So naturally, I think I have a lot of opinions on things like that, mm. and painting becomes a space where I get to voice those opinions, mm. those thoughts, and in some of my paintings, mm. that stuff comes out. Mm. Like in the beginning, a lot of them were like touched on that. Mm. Um, a lot of a lot of them were like had black bodies, but for sure, that's I think that's just 
uh, a result of me being a black person. Mm. Like my understanding of a person comes from me, so mm. that naturally made itself made its way into my painting. For sure, for sure. But I think recently, I just I want like I want to try and explore different things. Like mm. a recent painting of mine explores love. You know what I mm. mean? Because they, like life consists of so much more. Mm. Yeah, I, I want that to be expressed in my paintings as well. So having that realization or identity of what kind of work you wanted to produce, you sort of knew what you wanted to contribute from an artistical painter side, right? Mm -hmm. But then there was also this dying desire of yours of wanting to have a space where you can curate and have works and have artists like yourself exist in a my black minority Cape Town, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it's called Fede, which means sure, it is what it is. Fede, let's go, you know? Um, did you intentionally want that space to have a such an easy feel identity? What 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 was your intention with curating a space like and name it some something that is so I can't even like describe it, but like when you hear it, it feels true, it feels home, you know? Mm -hmm. I think Fede kind of it's meant to be something that speaks to like maybe like the more granular parts of like the exhibition spaces in terms of like how they feel. So when you say the word fede, it just speaks to like totital, which for me I consider to be like my first language because that's just the language I first knew to speak, right? In that, like looking at it through that, for me it was just meant to be something that always speaks to where I come from. So I see fede as something that will exist in any space of the world. Mm. But calling it Fede makes sure that we can always trace it back to its Akane, for instance. Mm. To ki it's also kind of, it, 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 it's, um, it assures even myself, mm. he, you know, someone from where I come from can do things on like a global scale. Mm. So it's meant to, years down the line, kind of be able to, you can trace it back, mm. you know. Uh, but in terms of uh, like the granular aspects of the exhibition space, because coming to Cape Town, finding people who speak like me mm. is always like a very special moment. Mm. I even looked this up and I, I, apparently it's an actual phenomenon where, for the lack of a better word, mm. where when people who speak that language find each other in different spaces outside of where that mm. where it comes from. Because we live in a very code switchy kind of Cape Town. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So when you find those people, you're like, ah, oh, dog, come on. Why are you here? You know what I mean? And there's this there's like this like mm. organic warmth mm. that exists between you and you've just met, you don't know mm. each other. So that feeling is something that's meant to be part of Fede. That's something that's meant to be part of like when you walk into the exhibition space, it's meant to feel that way. It's meant mm. to feel comfortable. And that also just kind of is trying to 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 address the whole idea of art spaces feeling cold and mm. classist and feeling unwelcoming mm. and like hyper exclusive. Mm. That is like literally and in, like intentionally trying to go mm. against that. Mm. Yeah. Yo, with that being said, then like how would you describe your responsibility as a curator? And explain to me how do you separate this two um how do you separate the two from being a painter and you know focusing on trying to, you know, make works that speaks of a, you know, a certain message, a certain um, passion, a certain story that obviously you're passionate about. And then how do you balance that with the responsibility of being a curator? And could you explain that responsibility? I think, yeah, there's definitely like, 
a separation between the two, which mm. I have to like undergo, especially when I'm curating. Like I kind of have to, in some ways, have to put myself aside because I'm curating a space that's inclusive of other ideas and other tastes. Right, because you 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 you're creating a space. That's how I, I that's how I contextualize curating. It's like mm. space making. Mm. So it's a very like empathetic process in which you have to think about other people mm. and like cater to their feelings. And mm. like if we put the chairs here and here, how are people gonna feel? Whereas when I'm painting, it's like me in the room with like music and like my cup of tea. It's like for me, you know what I mean. So there's a separation in like my mind states when I'm working in either either space, but. Um, I think what makes it flow well and yeah, what makes it flow well is, is that it happens seasonally. So like I'll practice either one in different seasons. So like for the past few months, my mind has been in a space of like in a curatorial space and I haven't been creating works at all. Whereas now the Fader show is about to close. I want to go away and just spend some time alone to like paint and be in that frame of mind. But in term, yeah, in terms of the responsibility, I think it's just uh, a different level of empathy that I have to apply when I'm curating as opposed to when I'm painting. I hope that answers your question. No, it does. It does. Um, I think for, like, the way you, you summed it up so beautiful and so beautifully, sorry. Um, I think for any art form or medium, um, there's a certain level of love and empathy that comes with it. Mm -hmm. And you being in a position of, you know, having to show empathy in curating spaces for other people, I think is the the biggest point that we can take from that answer you've given, you know, like um, it begins and starts with empathy, you know? Um, and I think paying attention to those minor things or like, how is this going to make people feel? Are they going to have, are they going to be seated? Are they going to be conversating? Are they going to feel intimidated? Are they going to feel claustrophobic? Is the vibe going to be intense? Um, so sorry, let me, let me just, roll into another question that um give genesis to the things that i'm like expressing now because the first exhibition which happened in 2020 the the, the summer of 2020, 2020 yeah. december that's where you and i met fine <laughs> in a very in a very uncandid way um was we, we had gotten to this house and I just saw a group of young people just existing amongst beautiful art and the energy felt so young. It felt so comfortable, safe. Um, so much, so much like diversity of kids from Cape Town and Joburg. Um, and I think that that connection or that realization for me happened there that we actually very much connected as much as we grow up in the coast the kids in Joburg are actually very much connected to what we do and how we like and obviously there's a there's a difference in experiences and reference points but you creating that space was able to bridge those gaps you know from a minor scale and I think you don't realize that the people that were there that on the first fair day needed to meet and because of that meet because of that exhibition so much has happened out of that um i think i just wanted to give you flowers on that because i mean like there's not a lot of spaces and like places where black kids can exist in cape town and be themselves obviously there's been changed since but you were one of the first people amongst like our brothers the broke boys that were able to open a channel that allowed us to be allowed us to you know have something we can call ours I've, i'm just a fan and admirer of art and i think 
through that exhibition, I got to learn so many things about the space in a very relaxed and relatable way because I could identify with the artist. I could also identify with the places, with the people that was in the room. Can you please like take us through that first exhibition and how you were able to just like bring it all together in such a wholesome manner? Damn, like yo, as as there's like so many things popping up in my mind. I don't know if we'll even have enough time to like touch on all of these things because I think it's important stuff. But anyway, before I answer your question, I just want to quickly go back to that thing of empathy. For like sure. With me, like trying to be empathetic, mm. it's weird for me to even understand but it, it's kind of something where i have to start with myself like i have to analyze how i feel in exhibition spaces or in gallery spaces and, 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 and figure out what would i like to be different and i think it before it's yeah before i put myself in other people's shoes i need to like figure out how i feel in my own shoes first and from that i think that informs the curating mm. um but now to speak on like the yeah everything you just spoke on the whole link between Joburg and cape town creating black, like spaces for black people to exist freely um firstly i think the link between cape town and Joburg is something i'm being like somewhat passively but also like very intentional about because the first show had it was like a split between artists from Joburg and artists from cape town maybe that also is just because of how I am someone who understands both these spaces. So I think, yeah, I can speak on them because I come from both of them. And I, I want to see what a linkage between the two of them can do, like what that can bring, because they're so different. And I don't think we see emerging between them like quite often. Mm. This is something, I don't know if you remember in the panel discussion like that we just had, yes. Carol asked this question of yes. like, what are people hoping to see between the two cities? Wow. And I think, yeah, it's like a very like weird, unknown third space that mm. we haven't explored and it's something I really want to to I, explore. I, l I love that you're calling it a third space, but, but continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what do I want to say? Um, yeah, uh, the whole thing of creating spaces for black people, like, Black people to exist, especially in Cape Town. Makama and I talk about this all the time. Um, yeah, Makama's gonna come up perhaps a few times. Makama's my like one of my closest friends. Creatively, we've worked together like in like so many things. We designed this collection together. Um, he's always part of like the team in putting failure together. But anyway, we, we talk about this all the time in terms of like like we want to be able to exist in nice spaces, but whenever we go to those spaces, we it's very difficult to identify with them because we don't see people who look like us. And we're like, why? You know what I mean? Why is there a distance between just like nice interiors and like black people? I, I don't think that's like, obviously the world is set up the way it is, but I think, yeah, we want, we want to see that change. And I guess with Fede, that first Fede, yeah, it was, a, it was a manifestation of that, of creating a really beautiful space that is very welcoming, that allows people to come in and exist. And um, it's, it's not at all saying it's a black space, but it is very open to black people because it's very open to me. So I think just as a result. Mm. Anyway, I don't want to ramble, mm. but um, yeah, I just want to create spaces that feel cool, that look cool. I do realize, though, this is something I've been thinking about as like as an idea and as a concept and as a body and a project as it grows and it becomes larger mm. it's likely to become a lot more difficult to make the spaces feel inclusive mm. and like so mm. like i don't know like cool 
mm. of a better word because mm. it's like it's larger so you 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 kind of open room for people to make it what it is mm. so with the first one is it was much smaller mm. than, than like the current one right now yeah. and it was a lot easier to make it feel that home, homely that, that yes. comfortable yes. so it's it's going to be a challenge but it's something i, I want to always have be a part of it mm. because it, it yeah it speaks true to its identity and how i want art spaces to feel like you know because i i don't want it to be these spaces where you come in and you 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 don't really feel like you have the chance to really connect with the arts because you're too busy dealing with this idea of how you're like the only black kid or like um i don't know you you probably can't buy so like why even here you know yeah. what i mean like yeah 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 you don't want to Of course we want we want people to buy yeah. but we wanted to to connect to the human experience and in essence connect to human beings for sure you know what I mean? yeah. in your first exhibition in exhi- exhibition hey you don't know what's happening with my pronunciation there i think uh, relax it's man puza manz le boy relax man puza manz in that first fair show one of my favorite pieces of you is a piece called emover you had of obviously in south africa it's a it's a known scene to see black workers or underskilled workers you know traveling on a pickup truck in what they call in a international terms but in south africa it's called a baki you know um and your representation of that scene was a family dynamic there were mothers there were kids there were fathers mm-hmm. perhaps uncles too mm-hmm. was that intentional and what inspired that piece so the thing is when i that piece before i painted it it's I my favorite piece Thank you. It's actually yeah. it's like sitting in my bathroom as we speak. Okay, we'll chat about that. Like, no, on the wall like Oh, nice okay, okay. Um but um I was painting in I was working in my brother's house. He had let me turn one of the rooms into my studio. And I was looking outside and I saw this van in Lula with like I think um like labo anke laba bakunduchani yeah yeah and i think i think it was if i remember correctly so a, a few of the a bunch of them were like in the back of the van sure and i thought of how like cuz i see that all the time mm. and because before like a few years ago i i was trying to like mess with photography mm. photography which is something that happens to a lot of people when, especially when you come to cape town you film mm. camera mm. anyway i'd see that all the time and i'd want to take a picture of it whenever i saw it but that's very it feels very like invasive like mm. people but busy so when i saw it and i was now now that i was a painter at that time mm. that gave me that room to be able to depict mm. whatever yeah, and that scene specifically but anyway mm. not to digress that's something that like you see all the time mm. where it's like some typically a white guy we are drive a family mm. in the back is like a bunch of like it's a lot of black people mm. and it, it, it metaphorically i think it spoke true to like kind of what just the hierarchies that exist in society mm. where black people are like in the back end or mm. at the bottom or mm. you know what i mean mm. like they're the 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 the, the ones doing the the, the hard mm. um manual labor mm. as the bruce and the front or the bruce mm. and the boardroom you know what i mean mm. just that whole hierarchy mm. so i just wanted to speak to that but in terms of making it a family it's it wasn't like amachita or something like it was like it was different people mm. kids abu mm. makoko mm. back of the van that was just to make it about people not so much mm. about labor. it was just to make it about people and to speak to how as people in this society black people tend to be emover mm. hence the title wow wow it, it's, i don't think it's a very i don't think it's a complex thing mm. to put your mind around mm. because mm. it's just like 
it's in your face for sure especially like if you live in Cape Town mm. if you walk down Bree Street mm. and with like the string of restaurants mm. and you like you see all the people sitting at the tables look a certain way mm. and all the people serving look mm. a certain way mm. I used to live in Claremont in this like mm. super white neighborhood mm. and going to Woolworths used to trip me out because mm. the people who are buying their nice like meal packs and whatever mm. look a certain way and the people at the till look a certain way mm. so it, like and yeah I was it was in my first few years of uni mm. so that was just like understanding myself in the context of this world mm. like I was like yo where do I fit in this situation mm. you know what I mean but yeah that that's what that piece was about oh man damn I definitely get the culture shock that coming to Cape Town like brings um and it's like very very clear you know it's not a situation where you're going to see it the second week the third week when you get here that's the vibe you get immediately with that being said do you feel like it's important as a painter to include south african na- nativity in your work um i think that question is, is i think that's a very weird question why why do you but think that is also i i get why that question might be valid mm I yeah. think I get why you say it's weird. No, because it's like it it, it 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 suggests that as like a black painter, yeah, that's what your paintings I, are supposed for to be sure, about. For sure, for sure. It's, it's like now I can't paint like uh, like a bouquet of roses or because mm. mine is supposed to speak about indigenous people, Ish, and that isn't the man. case. But at the same mm. time, it's it's weird the whole race relations thing. Mm. When Ashraf Jamal touched on this in the panel mm. discussion, and they were talking about. Um, how race politics is becoming like something that's a, a byproduct. Or um, I can't necessarily mm. remember what was being said, but it's just like it's it's weird to to like I get that race relations as a concept is overdone, and we've spoken about it so many times. times yeah, like we can touch on black portraiture, then we can go to talk about how in Joburg, that's like the thing. But at the same time, it's like as a person living in this world, as an observer. It's hard not to talk about it. For because sure. Because you're like faced with it so much. Every day. You know what I mean? But at the same time, also for like your own piece, mm. I also don't want to be painting that all the time. Mm. Um, because like I said earlier, life encapsulates so much more. But at the same time, we realize that the world still has a long way to go for, for, for equality. When I, when I, I speak mean? of black, um, not black, South African activity as not just the emblems of struggle. I'm, I'm talking about the celebration of our people, our cultures, so many different languages, tradition, so many holidays, yeah, yeah, heritage no, true, that true, we that, that resides. Yeah, I don't primarily box it in the conversation of inequality and like you know, black black power, black empowerment, and that whole political chat that can make artists feel boxed in. You know, when I say South African nativity, I include South Africa at large. You know, yeah, because I, I I do believe that it's a superpower that we South African. That's our biggest superpower. Sure, sure. I don't know if you feel the same. I, probably, uh, I do feel the same. I know you feel the same. I mean, and we're in such a like beautiful moment right now. Like there's so many things happening here. Yeah. Like the world is looking at this place and mm. like and I think we've known it but haven't known mm. that like it's like how much value is in it. For sure. Um I might not answer your questions exactly, yeah. like but anyway. Mm. Um what's really beautiful about that, the thing of South Africans like being South African being a superpower. I think, and this is something I've thought of in the context of like exhibition making. I feel like as just Tina, as Abantu, we aren't we aren't like people who we aren't like people who exhibit our greatness. It's like even how art becomes a part of our life, but it's not something that we intrinsically decide to monetize or like 
make money off of it. It's, it just becomes a part of our life. And I see this like far away and I see this close by. I look at this in my father, like my, like my dad. Tai Malami is a very creative individual, uh, but he's also like um, someone in like with a science background. So maybe, I don't know. Similarities anyway, there. Yeah. yeah, but he's like a very creative person and like my house has a personality and an artistic personality but for him, he doesn't look at it as art. He's just like, I don't know, he's just, I don't know, like he's just doing things to make the house look beautiful, to make the garden look beautiful. But it's not even art. It, he doesn't regard it as art. So he wouldn't exhibit it to like sell it to the world as a commodity, as something to, to make money off of. And it, I, I'm trying to understand why there's that mentality. Mm. Even in like actual contemporary artists, you know, Andile. Delvani, yes, Southern Kiel, yes, cer- ceramicist, yes, amazing artist. I remember watching his interview with Friedman Bender, mm. and he was talking about how growing up he never thought about like the things he does mm. as art. That was just him engaging in his culture. Mm. So for us, like we are an incredibly artistic people with like incredibly te- like Fananuk Jaiva dog, like mm. and it's like incredible. Mm. But no one considers it as an art because it's like. It's something that we just pick up mm. and we just do. Mm. And I think, like, right now, we're, like, realizing the power in it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I'm just glad to exist in this time right yeah. now. Yeah. And we're realizing our power so Yeah. Much. Thank you so much for that, bro. Uh, for now. That's it. Like, when I'm having this conversation with you, so many, like, things are going through my mind. Yeah. Um, For one, the way we met was also, like, very like key and symbolic in my journey because mm-hmm. after the first exhibition you had we had con- concluded that like this exhibition needed to be or encapsulate way more than what it you know what it was mm-hmm. and i remember you and i were talking about making a docu film for fede which we shot across Joburg and cape town um but i think what people don't realize that um like that that journey or that time and this was might have been the beginning of 2021 mm-hmm. um we were very much still like figuring out like how we were gonna go about this and having meeting all the artists of which i'm very good friends and have personal relationships with each of them in such an amazing way hence i was like stressing the fact that like those meetings and that those intersections and like those connections that Fede brought was so... So essentially you're talking about the documentary now? No, yes, I am talking about the documentary, but I'm also... Because the documentary wouldn't have been a thing if you never had that exhibition, you know? So um, with that film, you know, um, of which we'll probably, like, put out in the next 20-some years, (laughs) I feel like um, the Fede story is just beginning and we'll just continue documenting. Um, For those who know will know why I say that. It might seem very selfish, but I think the, the the secrecy and the importance of all of those conversations that are had there, that were had in that in that piece was so, so truly, truly moving. Um, I might be exaggerating with the number of years, but take me through that process, my brother, um, with, the, with the team that you were working with. Um, in Haitley, what were your intentions in the making of what we call... I don't even want to put the title out there, but the filmmaking, the film, the film side of Fede and the documenting side of Fede before okay. we get into um, the second exhibition. Okay, yeah, no, I like how you asked that question in terms of like the film side of Fede. 
Um, I just as a person, I really love film. I think as an art form, it is like incredible. Um, maybe it also has to do with how like living in in, in town, in like going in the city rather in Cape Town. There's always like filming going on like every day. Dog. Yeah. Like, I think it's it. You know, it's so crazy to me. It's like because like outside just my apartment building i'll just pass a film set and it's like happening right here and it's which is one of those things that i'm always thinking about contrasting takani to cape town and i'm like yo dogikasi maupume echardini and like it's just like it's just compl- it's just crazy to me that i can just walk out my apartment and there's like a film crew here i just think that's crazy but anyway what i was saying is um i think film as a discipline is so incredible um how it's so multifaceted how it takes so many people so many things to put together this one cohesive thing which can make you feel can make you understand can teach you can like it's just beautiful so it's something i really want to engage with and and what i like what i love about fred is that it allows me to engage with all these other kinds of creative disciplines that i'm not necessarily that aren't necessarily my thing mm. but i can get into them like mm. even with Fede with putting together the exhibition like with the last one being in the house mm. got to work with interiors i love like chairs you, do. Bro, you, you know dog. You do. like getting to mess around with chairs with uh with 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 furniture mm. with with this previous exhibition um the panel t- well this current exhibition the panel discussion was furnished by Crema Design mm. and i went to the I went there with 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 Carol and we were there like picking out chairs moving around and I was like yo this is so mad the fact that I get to do this tell people about Carol just give the, all these names you're dropping is very key individuals It's, yeah Carol Carol yo Carol's amazing I love Carol Carol is a designer and an architect um I don't can we name names but anyway Carol designs for Smack Smack Gallery in Cape Town and uh yeah Carol's a close friend of mine and But anyway, she was she just helped me out with, the, with a bunch of things in terms of Fede and in terms of like the furniture aspect aspect mm. of this panel discussion. She was integral. But anyway, um bringing it back to film and how it's just a multifaceted thing, Fede allows me to engage with that. So I want to be able to communicate ideas through 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 film because also it allows the, the the message to 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 go beyond the borders to cross the seas and like anyone in the world because the internet is so amazing. allows it connect like yeah it connects us so i think being able to express what fede is through film is something that i really want to keep engaging with and yeah it's something that's why the documentary is a thing that's why it's gonna come out and and so on yeah mm mm no beautiful man um i think i find it really fascinating that you're using fede as this vehicle to explore so many different passions of yours as not just the curate tutorial aspect nor is not just about the painting aspect mm-hmm. nor is just not about you know creating space to exist aspect but it's really just a, a place where you can just uncover so many different parts of yourself dog fit is school for me hey honestly because i mean say that again fit is school for me thank it's, you it's my thank you like training in practice thank you because there's so many things that it, it that it encapsulates in terms of like putting the exhibitions together mm. that takes so much like we've got graphics we need to communicate things we need to have graphic designers mm. i'm not a graphic designer mm. and through that i get to learn in mm. terms of graphics like i sit with like work with tiffany who designed 
from the mm. previous exhibition, Kentani and Reef were designed in this exhibition. Mm. I learn from these people, mm. different Carol. Mm. Like I learn from these people mm. through the things that need to happen for Fede for that sure. I'm not an expert in, but mm. I need to bring these experts in. Mm. And through that, I learn so much and it's like incredible. Beautiful, bro. I love how you put it as Fede is school for me. Like, I relate with that so much. Yeah. Manga plan is school for me too, bro. Siske, like, Siske, Siske, la boy. Yeah. Like, and it's, and it's something that kids need to realize that you need to turn your, your aspirations and your goal into an ecosystem of school to what you understand you know yeah, yeah, um, yeah, school yeah. is not something that you can go buy and go learn at a tertiary anymore but school is just a mental shift that happens within I mean it still is it still is no no don't get me wrong yeah, don't yeah, get me wrong yeah, don't get me wrong obviously yeah. the institution obviously has a merit and a curriculum of how you know this thing is set for you to learn but I think inherently as creators and people that occupy the art space mm -hmm. And swimming in a lifestyle of constant unpredictability, constant changes, constant self-reflection and uncovering of like self and you can't buy that. You can't, you can't, you can't teach that. It's, 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 bro, it's a, it's a, it's a contributive effort of doing it every day, uh -huh. living it every day. Like, yeah, it's, sure you learn on the job. It's deep, bro. Fede is deep, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Like, um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to sound delusional in my ex like expression. But like, I mean, bro. Like, I get you when you say it's school, my brother. Like, this is school. You're learning on the job, and you're teaching yourself everything and more. You know? Yeah, because I mean, it's it's interesting and also weird that we're touching on school now. Yeah, but I think schooling as like in general, I have like a bit of. I'm like, they're parts of like school as just an institution, especially yeah. in your like foundation level. For sure. Which I think it's kind of weird that perhaps I need to do some research about this. I'm thing I has, but it's <laughs> like also I'm just observing. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just yeah. really interesting, but also weird that the the, the 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 structure of school has remained the same for like time. Mm. And I think it's based on military practice, if I'm mm. not mistaken. I'm not too sure. But like how it's how it's formed in terms of just people with an authority figure in front mm. relaying like information and knowledge. Mm. That has been the template for mm. years. And I think it's like weird. We've come so far. There's so many advancements. It's like I mean, of course, also money is a chat, because like it's, mm. it takes money to make advancements, mm. to make it like interactive or whatever. Mm. But I think yeah, like the template being the same for so long, I, um, I, I'm, yeah, I'm curious as to why there isn't changes. Speaking of templates, I think Fede in itself is also like very curious as to why templates are what they have always been mm. in terms of exhibitions. In terms mm. of exhibitions being what they have always been. I get that it works mm. probably, maybe. Or for or to cater for like curators, to mm. cater for like collectors and uh, buyers and mm. those you know those people who are so integral to these institutions. Mm. Mm. However, I mean, art, bro. Here's the thing: art exists outside of the art industry. Art is a part of like human human nature. It's like we express as human beings. So as as just a, a concept. It exists outside of the industry, right? And I get that the industry is there to facilitate the, 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 the transactions in it, but I think it should also just 
make room for how this thing is just like a how they can be so much more in terms of how we, we we go about it and i think the template of the template of a gallery space it being what it is always being like you going to any fair and i i just realized that a lot of fairs look exactly the same like cape town art fair and a fair in like mexico you you could you could almost swear you're in the same place you know what oh. i mean and it's like how you know what i mean and art i said this in the first thing um, as part of the curators mm, of the mm, first exhibition mm. which art is the birthplace of I think what did I say like innovation and something, mm, something like that mm. I'm not sure what I said but it's yeah I think that is still true like so which means we need to constantly be innovating mm. and finding out new modes of like communication mm. and in that communication how we present art and how we allow people to consume art mm. so the, the like Fede is meant to kind of work with the template but also figure out new ways of kind of representing how the exhibition space looks and, and in that kind of allowing you to 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 interpret it and take it in in new ways mm. always mm. and what that does it lets more people into the space you know what i mean and make it more accessible yeah communi- communicating like it in a very digestible manner uh-huh, relatable uh-huh, manner uh-huh, no uh-huh. i get you fully yeah cuz also i mean I think we have, like, as Africa, I think we have very little say in terms of, and I'm just speaking in terms of, like, because if you look at, like, museums and um, big art institutions, like, our governments don't invest a lot in that. Like, if you go to the Western world, mm. those institutions are of a thing. I think there is money for that in those investments in our countries. No, 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 there is. Just, but like, comparatively. Just, yeah, yeah, compar- I got you. No, 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 there is. There for definitely sure. is. For I'm sure. trying to, like come at the Department of Arts and Culture. Anyway. Maybe it's also a mismanagement thing, but that's also another yeah, that's, conversation. That's an, that's yeah, for sure. Chat. Sorry that's to cut you chat. off. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, just like figuring out how else can we do this thing. For sure. You know I mean? Yeah. For sure. No. Now I get you 100%, my brother. Um, yeah, it's, it's an ongoing conversation, you know, and I think you starting what you started is a constructive step into, you know, reaching that place of we're in a good space now because... I think with the induction of like the second Fede, um, you were like a talking point like for the whole week. And I think most people didn't maybe like, you know, grasp the first like, you know, exhibition as it was a very like small, yeah, curated we we deep, deep COVID. Yeah, COVID, yeah deep so COVID. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Intimate and like, you know, intimate, like close vibes. But like with this one, it was more of a open, you know, invitation to all sorts of people and mm-hmm. how was that week of, of 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 the opening how was that how how was those panel discussions what was the feeling like um do you remember some of the conversations you had that morning with yourself can you can you take me through that feeling my brother of finally seeing everything that you've worked so hard for wow. sacrificed so much for yeah. come to life a dog i think yeah when when the preview of the exhibition happened this was like in april maybe three weeks ago um that day my like i was a roller coaster of emotions obviously i think with like putting anything together there's so much anxiety because also with me i'm a very like I, I i i i i analyze and i critique and this is towards myself as well so I was just, I wanted everything to be perfect. But then, yeah, the doors opened and people showed up, like, on time. Like, at six, people were there, which was like, yo, people are punctual. But anyway, 
Um, yeah, it was it was so beautiful, and I remember just at the end of the night, or like when it was, as it just progressed, I was like, this is one of the best days of my life. And wow. I'm like I like that I feel this way. Um, well, this has been the track record with just the exhibitions because when the first one happened, I was like, this is one of the best days of my life. Wow. And then when the preview happened for this one, I was like, yeah, I felt the same way, just at a, like a larger scale because it was, it was a larger exhibition. But um, yeah, um, it, 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 made, it, made, it made all the doubts kind of go away because at the beginning of this year, I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, I was try like, man, I was trying to get into institutions as like a curator or as an artist mm. or as like an arts worker mm. and none of that was like working out. So it was like, damn, I guess I need to like bet in myself and like bet on these ideas that I have and like seeing it come together through this exhibition. Um, yeah, I've just like with close friends, I've just been saying it was the coming together of like all the aspirations, all the hopes all the planning, all the all the dreams, because like I'm a very like my sister. I don't know if you remember that advert Vuyo. My sister always calls me Vuyo because like I'm a big dreamer. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, like yeah, to seeing my dreams come and become like become a reality for me is just like the best thing, you know. Because um, I always say I do some of the things I do for my younger self because mm. my younger self didn't perceive any of this to be. I'm not like I haven't. I haven't done that much, right? It's but the like, beginning. Yeah, it's the beginning. But like, my younger self wouldn't have seen any of this to be possible. So mm. I'm like, yo, dog, like, I'm quite happy. I'm very happy. And this is like only the beginning. I'm a very young person. I still have a lot of ideas. And the future holds more. I always say that. The future holds more. Oh, man. Thank you for that, bro. Um, I think everybody could feel, you know, the honesty, the sincerity, the empathy of you know that curation that surprises me like people always say when they are in the space or when they have been in the space people will be like yo like it, it felt so good it felt very genuine uh for the first one carol was like the crowd was very well curated which was like a, an interesting analysis of it of like like the people really making it like something that feels fulfilling because i mean that is an intention that is something i hope for i hope that people feel safe and that people feel like the space holds them well mm. and people say that that is what happens and I, I i for me that's like when i hear things like that i'm like okay no spanile job all done like of course we're trying to like the art like the art you being able to interact with the arts should come from that in mm. my opinion like you feeling like you're able to resonate and connect with mm. the space and connect and resonate with Fede and what mm. you're trying to do. For sure. You know what I mean? No, 100%, my brother. Well done on that exhibition, bro. Thank you for putting that together. Thank you for also having key players like um, Mr. Ashraf Jamal, Tara Kanisa, Kentani, the, the lady from Southern Guild, Lily, right? What's no, no, that's Kelly Berman. Kelly Berman. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Am I missing anyone that was on a panel? Um, did you say Dada Kanyisa? I did say yeah. Dada Kanyisa. Um, I mean, um, apart from them, like, there were a lot of people from, like... No, them having the conversation. The conversation. And having the conversation and having an open discussion with young people uh -huh, who uh -huh, don't uh -huh, necessarily uh -huh. have the information of oh, yeah, the space, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? it was meant to be, like, very educational. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what I mean when I'm saying yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. for that, you oh, know? Yeah, 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 I think yeah, I made yeah, this yeah. known to you quite early. That's what stuck, stuck out. Apart from the beautiful, like, art curation, uh -huh. just, like, having that panel discussion and having 
having kids come in a relaxed environment where can they can just ask so many like questions, questions that they you know and and get that and, information, and get that information from, from directly yeah, in yeah, such yeah, a light yeah, yeah. lighted light-hearted manner you know uh-huh, i found that uh-huh, so uh-huh. so 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 beautiful and crucial and i I can't wait until you release that those discussions for everyone else to see it, you know? And um yeah, bro, I think yeah, like what was there any particular high moment out of that evening? I think yeah, like essentially what you just said cuz when I say I do I try to do things for my younger self in a way, it's cuz like my younger self like I said earlier, didn't know how to get in these spaces, didn't know what they looked like. So it was very important for me to have like a very educational com- and insightful conversation with people who are working within the industry. Um, Ashraf Jamal, who's like a, like a like I have one of his books. You have the same book, I think. Yes, and I've, I've you, Ashraf Jamal is Mira Jan's father, good friend of ours. So we're shooting Mira Jan's uh, <laughs> episode. Uh, sorry, sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, and like reading some of his writings and reading. Oh man, what's the title of it again? Um in the world uh essays on contemporary South African art, I believe. Yo, those yeah. those chapters are so extensive. Um yeah, I I I gave one of like I gave the book to to Ntabi and Tabi's reading reading it now. Wow. Shout out. Um shout yeah, out. Like just being able to read the book and get all those insights and what that teaches me, I feel like is really important for like young kids, I guess to be able to have access to that information and that knowledge so that the space was meant to be that. Like Dada being a practitioner, a maker of things, who is, has worked in the space and is still working in the space and know what it looks like, being able to speak in that space. Uh, Kelly Berman coming from such a, like a large institution, Southern Gale is one of my favorite galleries for like many reasons. And so to be able to have them kind of like offer that insight to people who are like curious and who want to get in you know, for me, that was very, very important. But what was your question? My question was, what was your high moment? And I must that, that, that yeah, 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 yeah. In the was, evening. That, that was yeah. pretty high. Yeah that, yeah, that was a pretty yeah. high moment. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was really cool. No, man. Absolutely beautiful, bro. Also, the music. The music. Of was, course. Ah. And, this, and this time, and this time it, was, it was less about furniture and more about music. T- yeah. Take me through that. Shout out to the other radio for yeah. Shout out to the other yeah. radio. Um, the whole team, like whole team. Shout out to Ghost. Mm. Um, that being the venue. Yes. Um. Yeah. With the other radio, we wanted like obviously with like collaborating with a space that is with music that is so for central sure. to it. It made sense to have music be a part of this exhibition. One hundred percent. How like the, um, the 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 radio series came mm. about. Mm. Me introducing it, going on air, which for me was like the best thing. Like mm. I had so much because I love music, dog. You like, do, you do. Like I listen to music whenever I do anything, which yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to. So being able to be on the radio, just playing some of my favorite mm. songs and talking about Fede, talking about my art, that mm. was like a very beautiful experience. But anyway, that was introdu- That was the first part of the radio series, and then Got following you. that was Tony Gom, uh, Francesco Mbele, aka mm. Franadilla, mm. and Lou. Uh, from Fiends and Thems. Mm. Um, so yeah, they came through with like live sets and they played and it was like beautiful. Hey man, bro, tick, 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 tick. 
Full circles, full circles, full circles. Absolutely beautiful. Hats off, bro. Master, master act, master class. Like, there's no other explanation for doing, for explaining it all. You know, put your exemplary, like, curation skills into words. But it's only the beginning, bro. Um, I'm, I'm happy that you're constantly aware of that. And I want you... I want you to know that you you pl- you play a very crucial role in this thing that we call I don't know what we call this thing that we're so passionate about and mm-hmm. I think your your role you you've made a very very clear identification of what your role is mm-hmm. and and uh, we need you to continue doing what you're doing bro um I, I it makes my heart full that all of my friends and my brothers are playing their role and in hately we're all playing our role and then the growing of that becomes so easy it can be so easy but it can be also very very hard <laughs> you know what i'm saying but like in hately like if everybody's playing their role like this thing is constantly going to move bro and like mm-hmm. the kids are going to forever have a reference point to what to how to 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 what it means to love yourself and love your passions and choosing yourself in in chasing those you know those dreams and passion that you are passionate about but i want to take it to a lighter note um you i've seen a couple of self portraits of yourself and um i want you to explain like to me like how has you painting yourself or seeing yourself in a creative space or or i don't know you call it a third space but i i wouldn't quote that as a third space because it's you it's a first space but how how's that creative process of like self portraiture bro and how you view yourself as a man i think i i firstly want to just quickly touch on just everything you're talking about yeah. of like everyone taking their space or their role because we've had so many conversations with people who are practitioners in different spaces about like really building these industries and within these industries our enterprises can grow we've had conversations with uh Imran of Asa Sadan which is like incredible as a fashion house that is that is has just come to be in South Africa Reef was part of that conversation we need to 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 honor Reef with his works in the space right here Reef having been part of like the Fed exhibition but anyway like we've had so many of these conversations about building this industry and how and it's a collaborative effort and why are we here today why are we here today you know what i mean it's it's uh and I, and and especially in cape town i feel like everyone realizes that like we're all connected and the connections need to happen with it like in 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 a national scale and i'm very like keen to see all of that happen but to answer your question please remind me what it was self portraiture how you feel how you feel um, yourself yeah i don't do a lot of self portraiture actually um i, I think i saw do a lot of self portraiture okay sorry for why are you hanging me on the washing line no it look that's probably why i didn't oh, even fun. remember the question because it's like i bro i've definitely seen some uh, self portraits my brother self portraiture and also ah uh, boy you see what you're doing now perhaps you uh, know perhaps the only kind of thing that i can say is self portraiture is when the pieces speak to like the people in my life and you can tell that there's like who like the person in this piece is very I get you. Actually damn, you're right. But also my self portraiture isn't at all it's it's more self portraiture like in a in an app in like a metaphorical sense, not necessarily like if I have a mood or a feeling and I depict a character, that character will embody me and the mood that I'm feeling, but it's never like a very literal thing in terms of like my face or anything like that. 
You know what I mean? I get you. Yeah, if like there's a, in some of the pieces I've I've I've, I've kind of depicted like isolation or, or loneliness or solitude, which is a space I tend to feel a lot, whether it's like maybe I'm feeling lonely or I'm intentionally trying to be within myself and in that occupier space that is that has just me or simply put solitude. So I'll represent that a lot in my paintings because it'll speak to how I'm feeling. Feeling. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that's the kind of self portraiture mm. I guess I've dabbled in. I get you. Awful. That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh man. Oh. Yeah, man, in Hintley, bro. Where do you see Fede in the next five years? Uh yo. Questions like this. Um Dog, this thing is like a, it becomes, it's constantly redefined as it goes. I am constantly figuring out what it is and what it can be. Um, for now, it's defined as, it's defined as a gallery, um, but I see it becoming more and being able to exist in other spaces. It, 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 I define it based on its purpose. I can't like say what it is. I'll I'll speak to like its purpose, what it does. It like housing a space for art or yeah. Man, I don't do too well with these kinds of questions, but I will just say that it is constantly becoming redefined in its purpose, trying to do more, bringing together different disciplines. At some point, we'll be saying architecture. You never know, but yeah, because those are my spaces of interest, and also those are spaces that encapsulate arts. You know what I mean? So we'll see where it, we'll see where it goes. Got you. Yeah. You, sp- you speak a lot about your younger self and how, you know, you always make moments, you know, tie in what your younger self would be feeling or seeing you. What's that message that you will tell your younger self today? Tell my younger self today. Um, to, like, listen to himself. Yeah, I think uh, I've written on this a bit. Um in terms of like really listening to myself because I think as a kid, I read this thing once that said when you're young, you already know what you're going to be and some people forget, but then some people remember. I feel like I'm one of those people who fortunately remembered uh, and I'm very glad for that. And I think once I remembered, once I realized that I actually am an artist, I actually am an art practitioner, I wanted to run with it. I wanted to do this thing like fully, you know what I mean? And so I think what I'd say to my younger self is listen to yourself. Like, because I think as you grow up, like you get so, many, like so much messaging from the world, whether it's like the school you're in and like the people in your life and your family, people who love you. It's so crazy. Sometimes your naysayers are people who love you. Like I've learned that in like the past couple of years, which is like a crazy thing, you know what I mean? Um, and it's, it's something that is like kind of chaotic confidence, yeah, mm-hmm. dog, in terms of like some of the decisions I make everyone in my life being like this is not a good decision and you have to be like i feel this i know this and that's like god in you speaking so you have to like listen to yourself uh some might say it's like a naive take or whatever but in like so far i think like listening to yourself is the best thing you can do for yourself so that's what i'd say to my younger self they say we all born artists but it's just difficult to stay one and with that I thank you, my brother. Yeah, well, I'm good. Ah, I'm good.